Broadcasting from high above the reserve, this is Radio Harambe. And welcome back to Radio Harambe. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Dave McBride. We are here in the Radio Harambe studios. It is a balmy, beautiful afternoon here in um, Harambe. And uh, joining me in studio is Safari Mike. Mike, how are you? Jumbo Dave. It's a bit muggy, actually. Uh, Mike, it's Africa. That's true. I mean, that's just the way it is is here. It's not a dry heat. It is not a dry heat. No. No. our last episode, which you may have listened to, uh, we are recording this before it really has been released. So I'm sure those of you who listen to that are ready to kill me already. Um, but uh, because of my less than glowing Stellar. review of Pandora, having said that, I promise that those of you who do have some questions or concerns about Pandora, uh, we will get to them on the next show. Uh, we just haven't had a chance to sort of get our feedback yet, but what we wanted to do was get back into the warm and fuzzies, get back into the uh, animal kingdom that Mike and I have both grown to know and love, um, and talk a little bit about you know, one of those things that is maybe underappreciated at the uh, animal kingdom. Um, uh, certainly not underappreciated by myself, uh, <laughs> but it can be from time to time to time, and that is the boneyard. Yes, found over in Dino Land. The boneyard goes back quite a long way at the uh, Animal Kingdom. It's been there since the beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, it's there been the, there from it the, beginning. the beginning. It is um, relatively unchanged too. Probably the best little kid playground I've ever seen. Oh yeah. Um, certainly the best in Disney property, um, and uh, I now and 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 I'll tell you this for those of you, or for people who don't appreciate it, there's two things that may be happening. One, you may not have a two-year-old, uh, or a, a two to what did you say six, M- maybe even I was gonna say seven. Yeah, sure. If you don't have a two to seven-year-old, then you probably don't appreciate. Or even it. less than two, I think. Uh, yeah. And you probably don't appreciate if you have one of those. Once the kid can move around on his own, then it's yeah. Yes. That's that's when it's right. prime. Um, if you have one of those, it's one of your favorite spots Absolutely. in all of the animal kingdom because um, the child is confined, having fun, and mm-hmm. you could sit down and relax, uh, or you could, or, or just sort of walk around, take it easy, enjoy. It depends on what they're doing. Right. Um, the other thing that may make it that you that make it underappreciated is you don't know some of the things about it that maybe you should, or that maybe <laughs> are part of the backstory and the things that us Disney fans love about Disney. 
And certainly us roadie fans, Joe roadie fans, love about Joe roadie are these little tiny details the man is obsessed with, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, and is really proud of and, and, and makes his work so, so important. So what Mike thought we would do today is present to you, how are you putting this, Mike? Ten things you didn't know about the Boneyard. And the challenge is, how many do I know? Right. We did this for people, This assuming this is not the first show you've ever listened to of Radio Harambe, we did a 10 Things You Didn't Know About Gorilla Falls, right. which was actually I did relatively well. well. It was You did well. It was yeah. actually very well received. I got a lot of positive feedback from that yeah. uh, particular episode. Well, or this we is did, cool. This is say. what people listen to us for. I mean, I honestly feel that. As know. opposed to going As opposed to me, uh, not, uh, right. As opposed to us fighting about whether or not DC and Marvel are any good, or I, um, I humbly my, disagree with that. Mike whining about Maelstrom People leaving, love my uh, you know, Mike's um, and endless barrage of hate towards other podcasters. People love you know, that as well. Things, things like that. People want to hear this. This is what you listen to Radio Harambe for. You want to know more about the Animal Kingdom. You appreciate the Animal Kingdom. You're in that club. You're in our club of Animal Kingdom fans, which seems to be growing every day. I so, am a coastal elitist. As and you, like you are a coastal elitist, yes. right. Which I, I couldn't believe you didn't know what that meant. For those of you who don't know. <laughs> What he's talking about. When we were t- discussing Cars, the movie Cars, he said he didn't like it. And I said that's because... Cars a- 3, first of all. Well, well, I don't like any of them, but go ahead. Right. But we were originally talking... We were talking about the movie Cars. Oh, all right. Well, that's um, fine. In context of Cars 3, uh, Mike said I, that he didn't like it. I said that's because you're a coastal elitist who doesn't appreciate NASCAR and doesn't care about it. So therefore, he didn't like it. And he didn't know what the word coastal elitist means. Well, first of all, coastal elitist is two words. Phrase. Coastal I, mean, I know. I know. I know what the word coastal is, and I know what the word elitist, elitist is. is. Yeah, but uh, I wasn't quite sure how you uh, how not liking cars driving around in circles for hours on end makes me a coastal elitist. Do you know now? I still don't know why I'm a coastal elitist for that. Well, look it up. So anyway, <laughs> um, or maybe people could tweet at. Him. So uh, don't people on the coast like NASCAR? Uh, that's. Uh, it's important to understand that when the phrase coastal elitist is used, yeah. it doesn't really just mean people who live on the coast. That's the reason why it's not just called coastals, Mike. Okay. <laughs> Do you understand? Uh, that's fine. Okay, so there are coastal people who live on the coast, and then there are elitists who live on the coast. So anybody... West of the Appalachians or east of the Rockies, every single one of them likes NASCAR. Or are they Midwestern elitists? I didn't. You don't have to like it. You just have. You you just have to have an appreciation oh, for no, race cars. I don't have any appreciation for um, the history of it because no the, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of um, references to the history of the, of auto racing and things like that that's in the movie and that you missed all of that. Yes, there is. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. So I mean, the, there are probably few. What the Hudson Hornet? It's all about. I don't even know what that is. There are right? few things on planet Earth. <laughs> The only person Mike recognized on that show on Cars, show? Uh-huh. on Cars was Bob Costas. It's the only person in the whole thing he recognized. The only voice he understands. Well, I recognize some voices. I know no. like in Cars and 3 George and George Carlin was in it and, and George Carlin and Cheech Marin. Well, sure I recognize That's the it. voices. Those are the three. All the all the stars, the cameos that were in it were completely lost. There were cameos it. in it? Yeah, a whole bunch of them. Who's that uh, get it done guy? I can't stand the uh 
his, that's not a cameo. He was a star. Right. Yeah. I don't even like his mater. I don't like mater oh. at all. Don't like him at all. I could care less. Cable guy. Yeah, Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy. That's right. Yep. Yeah. No, he was great. Like Gary the, the only, Cable Guy. The only thing I liked, the, the, uh, the only thing guy. I liked that he ever did was 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 Mater. He was very funny as Mater. But anyway, we're we're already getting distracted. This is exactly what people didn't turn into Radio Harambe to hear. So, ten things you don't know about the Boneyard. Yes, and first of all, let me agree that the Boneyard is the maybe the most underappreciated section of any Disney park in Florida. Um, it is. Such a great place, and if you have, as we were saying, any, any, a to- certainly a toddler or even a little bit older than that, uh, the place is. I think most people would think it's incredible. Think it's awesome. I yeah. know I do. Yeah. So, um, you ready to start? Yeah. Should we, should we give a uh, a small sort of description of it? Sure. Why don't you go ahead? For those that. of you who've never been there, the Boneyard. If 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 you, if you are. And um, you know, if you're an adult without children, or you're one of these uh, folks who just kind of hammer from ride to ride to ride, and, and just do those things, and then there's a lot of people out there like that. Um, if you know, it, it, you you may have missed it. Well, actually, there's no way you miss it because you have to cross under it <laughs> in True. order to get into Dino Land. As you're entering wow. into Dino Land from Discovery Island, mm-hmm. there is a bridge overhead, and as you pass through under that bridge. Uh, you will see on your left the entrance to the Boneyard. It is a two-part um, children's playground. Uh, the part, the first part that you enter into is full of slides. There's a little kind of water feature there. There's um, uh, kind of rope things, like you have to climb across the ropes. There's, uh, am I missing anything? There's uh, some some hideaway spots, yep. like like little tunnels you can go in. There's deep. There, yeah, there, and there's slides of all sizes. Sure. There's some for little babies. There's ones for bigger kids. Um, they go in varying. I think there's about two stories of them. And then you go uh, over the bridge into the digging part, the right. boneyard, really. Right. Uh, which is basically a representation of a fossil, skeleton fossil, um, of a dinosaur, and it's completely covered in what looks like sand. You're given the your, your child will be given buckets and little shovels, or is it brushes? Can't remember now. Brushes, uh, brushes to clear the bones well, out of there. Shovels too. Yeah, I can't remember now. I can see the buckets in my head, but I can't mm-hmm. remember what they're using. Um, and it's it's a large area. It's soft. It's beautiful. Um, it's covered. <laughs> the right. soundtrack is playing, and the soundtrack at Dino Land is actually kind of cool. Um, and uh, you kid can sit there for, I mean, literally hours and play in that little area. Uh, and so that's the, that is the Boneyard. It's sort of the first thing you see when entering Dino Land from the, the front of the park. So, ten things. Number one. Number one. You were talking about the conceit of the Boneyard, Dave, as you were sort of pointing out there, is that all of Dino Land is where they have discovered fossils and, they, and they're now digging here and this is where the paleontologists are working on excavating bones and as you first enter right. the boneyard uh, there's a sign kind of giving you a rough uh, map of the dig site that you walk around and some of the rules of course of being in the playground it's right right before you right, walk in right and it says established in 1947 and that the dino institute welcomes you of course the dino institute is where uh, the dinosaur ride is did you know dave that this, the 1947 signifies that 
That was the year paleontologists who were on vacation first discovered a T-Rex bone, which led to them... Sue! Something, isn't it Sue? No. No? The first... <laughs> that first, um, uh, you know, brought their attention to this fossil-rich area. So it's completely fictitious, the 1947. It's yes. not. It's not a reference to a discovery of another fossil somewhere. Nope, completely fictitious. No, I didn't know that. I would have. My guess would have been that it is a reference to the discovery of... Of a fossil somewhere, and your you reference Sue uh, just to go off the a little bit off tangent here. Sue was the name of a T Rex found, I believe, in Utah. That um, yeah. when the uh, Disney's Animal Kingdom first opened, they took part in um, cleaning it up and getting it ready for a presentation. And there is a replica of Sue um, as you walk towards the uh, dinosaur ride. It's on your right hand side. You'll see a T Rex skeleton. Right. That's an, a, a replica. Of the actual fossil in the Field Museum in Chicago, as the Field Museum owns it, and, and Disney's mm-hmm. Animal Kingdom help partake in it. It's really cool. But so you're over one. Okay. You want to show? I move on to number. Yeah, two? yeah, I like that one. Okay. So that's sort of the beginning of the Dino Institute, is what you're saying. That's exactly right. Okay. And the interns are still there, and I'll talk a little bit more about them in a minute. As you probably know, Dave, since you've been there um, plenty of times, there are tools of the trade everywhere in the uh, boneyard. Mm-hmm. Spades, chisels, jackhammer, shovels, all that kind of stuff are scattered all over the place. A jeep? A- and a jeep. As well as you come across a lot of notes from the different team members, right. interns, and, and, uh, and the doctors themselves. Uh-huh. And um, one of those is a discussion, one of those you know, sort of notes is a discussion of how dinosaurs are classified by their hip bones. They're the bird hip dinosaurs and the lizard hip dinosaurs. But there's also a great one on site geology. And there's information which can be found in the strata of the um, rocks themselves. Did you know, Dave, that as you walk <laughs> around the boneyard, you can actually look at the strata and the different layers um, that compromise or comp- uh, comprise of the boneyard? So you can see where the different t- eras came about. You actually learn that oh, there's like a absolutely. Thin, you can see that. Yeah, thin yeah. layer of water. I, I thought you were. I thought you were. I thought you were referencing like a specific sign or something. There is a specific there, sign. There is, giving but you, the details but if, of you the if you know anything about uh, archaeology and how right. and how you dig fossils, all you can do is watch a you know a, a Smithsonian Channel show about this, and you'll know what I mean. Then yes, I, I have absolutely seen that, and I've re- and that is it is easy to pick out. And you will learn from that sign too. Although you, I'll give you credit for this one. Yeah, um, I haven't seen this. I don't remember the sign. I just know that it's there. You learn you that see the different right, colors. There's a thin it. layer. Of Water. They think the area was flooded years, mm-hmm. you know, what, like a million or so years ago. Did you know? Also, this is not a uh, part of the t- quiz, but twenty per, only about twenty percent of fossils are bones. The majority of fossils are plant plants, imprints, yeah. skin impressions, footprints, all classified as fossils. I did know that. Okay, so I get two. No, you only get one. Well, I think listeners, I think I should get two. Dave, number three. As okay. The, as you enter. You, we were talking about the Jeep a few moments ago. Right off to the right-hand side of the Jeep is a set of fossilized bones set into the wall or the side of the hill. Right. If you knock on the rib bones, no. they play music. No, I never. This I is never called a xylobone. Oh, God. You didn't know that? I, have, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I've never knocked on them. Did you know it played music? No. So you're uh, one and two. Two and two. Yeah. Now, I guess I can't take that that second one because that wasn't about the boneyard. That was just general archaeology. It was, and I 
Before I even said it, I said it wasn't counting. Right. Well, you don't get to decide. I do. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Here's, here's an interesting one. Okay. Well, I think they're all interesting, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, <laughs> are the rest of them uninteresting? Yeah, maybe. We'll, we'll let the listeners decide. Um, there are a lot of bones, of course, located throughout the um, the, the attraction, I guess, the playground. Um, different you know, fossils. There's a T-Rex, a Triceratops, some other things. They were all cast from actual bones. They're not real bones, but they were casts from actual bones where they used from places like Utah's uh, Dinosaur National Park. Okay. Um, so while they don't, they, they are not technically real, they are designed from actual bones. They're replicas? They're of... replicas. They, they were casts of wow. actual fossils. Now, even the sign itself, the boneyard, is a bone. It is a yeah, that shoulder blade from a stegosaurus where they have painted on it the boneyard, I believe, in red. Right. Did you know that the sign itself, the, bone, the stegosaurus uh, blade, was actually molded slightly to look like the original park layout of Disney's Animal Kingdom? And if you look on the sign, Can't. you'll see a little N pointing to the left, meaning that's the north side. So you kind of have to look at it as if you're tilting to the left. That is kind of what the um, the original layout of the park was. To the left is sort of like the Camp Mini Mickey and then the, the you know, big you know, safaris all in the back and all that kind of stuff. You see the N? I, I see, you, yeah, I'm yeah. looking at a picture of it now. Um, so it's, that's what it is supposed to, de- to be. Yeah, there's no one, and no one would know that. Well, you certainly didn't, so that's one and three for Dave. <laughs> and it looks awful thick to even be a shoulder bone. Well, they modeled it, they molded it, I should say, a little bit. Right. Yeah. No. Didn't know that. Yeah. Shall we move on, Dave, or are you yeah. going to ponder no. this for a few no, more moments? No, 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 no. I guess I'm trying to see <laughs> how it would work, but... But you do see the N. Yes. Sort of giving you the... Uh, yeah, I think you're making this one up, but okay. I am not making it up. <laughs> We're talking about a lot of fossils all around the uh, boneyard itself, and there are a lot of graphics, chalkboards, things like that. For example, near the Pachycephalosaurus, say that ten times fast. No. You'll see a, um, a hard bone dome of a head, so that the, this is the dinosaur that had kind of like a domed plate on his head that would do headbutting. You'll see one of the interns, Sam Gonzalez, is actually working on excavating that fossil. There's also a Triceratops locked in a battle with another Triceratops, and they probably died from starvation. There's two Triceratopses with their well, horns This is a lovely, This in. is a the happy story. There's also a, te- a, a, a T-Rex skeleton, Dave. And next to it is a photo. Did you know that the photo is actually the old style of what they used to think the Tyrannosaurus Rex looked like as it stood more upright than you know the Jurassic Park kind of look today? No, because I honestly don't think I've ever seen it. I don't the, think the I've picture? ever. I don't think I've ever noticed it. Oh, it's there. Oh, I believe you. I just don't think I don't remember seeing it. it doesn't it? Doesn't as you're describing it, it doesn't pop into my head. Um, so you actually have the two separate representations of. Well, you have the fossils of one, and you have the picture of the upright Tyrannosaurus Rex. But the picture is old. Kind of what? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very old. It's supposed to be from back in the like 1947-ish. Wow. It it looks like you remember the old King Kong movie when he fought the Tyrannosaurus. Well, yeah, Rex yeah, yeah. The, yeah. The T-Rex stood upright. That's what it kind of looks like. Yeah. So but they have Sue over by uh, Countdown to Extinction, uh, more in the tradition, the current theory that it was more longer, more bird-like, more hunched. Yeah, less less like Rex from Toy Story. Right. Right. 
Yeah, it's a good one, like Rex from Toy Story. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, with the little tiny alligator arms and mm-hmm. and but sitting up tall. That I uh, did I, you say I, tiny alligator arms? Yeah, alligators don't have arms. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're the little tiny arms, <laughs> big giant bodies. Oh Lord, should I move on to the next one? Sure. I think you're going to get this one, Dave. Well, I did. You know what the original plan was for what the boneyard is today. You need to get this one, Dave. You're one in four. This isn't the carousel thing, is it? Nope. You're going to kick yourself if you don't get it, because I, I know you know, know it. I know, I know, I know. I think we may have even talked about trying it. trying to think of dinosaur stuff that never happened. If we haven't talked about it yet on the show, we will. Uh, now the carousel was animals, not dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. Should I play the Jeopardy music? Just tell me. It was originally planned. Nobody wants to listen to me to thinking. Be a roller coaster called yeah. the Excavator. Excavator. Yeah. And as you could probably imagine, the idea or the theme of the attraction, I should say, would have followed the same idea as the Boneyard. That would have been the area where the interns are working, except it would have been a thrill ride instead of a kiddie playground. So uh, what I should have just done was say it was supposed to be a ride, and I would have gotten it right because I didn't know that. But I was trying to remember exactly what the ride was, and for some reason I was getting distracted by the carousel because I thought it was supposed to be a, a kids thing, and I nope. I forgot it, it was, was going to be the big excavator, co- roller, yeah. roller coaster. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh well. That's bad news, Dave. You gotta, get, you gotta you gotta sweep the rest of them just to even break even. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. That was probably the only easy one. The uh, <laughs> let's go over to the dig site area. That is a sandbox area, um, but it's not real sand. It's a no stick variety that's called Texas grit. Yeah, well, yeah. To get there, you cross a bridge, Dave. Do you know what the name of that bridge? Oh, you is? see it every time you walk under. It's the. Uh... Just so it's you know, big, it is long a 52 name. foot tall Brachiosaurus skeleton, and that too is a replica of one that is Isn't in the field museum. Isn't it called something like the Brachiosaurus Chicago. Bridge? No, it's a replica of a, a one found in the Field Museum of Chicago. It's, much it's like a, so, it's a name like it's kind of like a pun from a yes. well-known bridge. Yep. And I gave you a hint. I can't believe I did that. It's the Something Gate Bridge. The can't remember the the it's something like the jurassic gate bridge but that's not what it's called <laughs> no it's not the jurassic gate bridge <laughs> what is it the olden gate bridge olden God, <laughs> you see it every time you walk under the mm-hmm. sign is right and it's it's right in the middle of the pathway yes dave we're moving on to number eight now um not all of the findings at the uh, Dinoland area are actually dinosaurs. And at the dig site, as I'm sure you're well aware, you're actually digging up the remains of a Colombian mammoth, which dated yeah, back mammoth, approximately yeah. 10,000 years ago. And as interns in the guest paleontologist, meaning your children, uncover more of the find, they come across evidence of what may have actually happened to the mammoth who died. The tracks of both humans and a saber-toothed cat can be found in the area. Cool. And within the dig site itself, you can actually find a spear tip and marks on the bones may be left by human tools. Or And you can also find the fragments of a smilodon, or a saber-toothed cat, fang, and scrapes from another bone. So we don't know what actually killed the mammoth that you are digging up. It's either a saber-toothed cat hunted it, or 
humans did. Did you know that saber-toothed cats were big enough to take down a woolly mammoth? Yeah, they're huge. They're yeah, they're bigger than bears. Yeah. Wow. Or around that size. They're much bigger than tigers are today. That's still the big ones. That's still a hell of a grab. It was a whole, you know, many different kinds of smilodons. Wow. Did you know that, Dave? That you could find the remains of a smilodon and I knew the cat tribes. I knew the footprints of the cat. I will give you that. All right. You've already lost, so it doesn't really matter. I, I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> just shuffling the deck chairs in the Titanic. We now. got two more to go. Okay, this one's a doozy. A do. Well, oh, it's wait. long. It's long. But okay. I, think, I think you might actually know this. Right across from the bullet, uh, from the uh, boneyard, is a bulletin board that talks about the boneyard active dig site, and this is where a lot of the characters from the from the dig site um, which you see a little bit reference to in the boneyard itself and the notes like the intern Sam Gonzalez and Dr. Bernard Dunn who's like the, the president of uh, the dino or, or who's in charge of the interns. They all have all these different memos and things on there. You'll see that uh, Dr. Dunn sees very stiff and he has a, his notes say things like the seriousness of the scowly uh, in, <laughs> the endeavor on which you are about to embark and things of that nature. And But the interns have all sorts of like nonsense stuff uh, all over the board and like advertisements and things like that. You'll see a reference to Dr. Bernard Dunn, who I just mentioned, Dr. Shirley Wu, Dr. Eugene McGee, Dr. Tina Lee, and then also the uh, year year's uh, crop of interns, Mark Rios, Jenny Weinstein, Sam Gonzalez. All these people are actually referenced also in Restaurantosaurus. Finally, up in the corner of a bulletin board is uh, Jenny Weinstein, one of the interns, did a map of the area. And it actually shows the original map of Dinoland, and it has even... Some of the attractions that no longer no longer exist, like the Fossil Preparation Lab, which they worked on uh, Sue in front of all the guests, as well as Dinosaur Jubilee, which was kind of a you know a skeleton museum type of thing, right? And animal exhibits that have changed. Where the American crocodile is now, there were originally Chinese alligators, and there is even the exhibit of uh, that which in the Dino Institute, which is now called Dinosaur, it's referred to in this map as Countdown to Extinction. When were there Chinese alligators? When the park first opened. For how long? Not long at all. I don't know off the top of my head how long. I don't remember that. But did you know, Dave, that there is also a newspaper clipping on there that kind of foreshadows key elements of the dinosaur dinosaur ride story? No. The lead article discusses Dr. Helen Marsh's appointment as the oh. new director of the Dino Institute. Everybody loves Dr. Marsh. And is followed by a story on her recent partnership with a firm called Chronotech. Chronotech is a small relativity lab out of Arizona whose work has been described as a temporal peregrination and artifact recovery. Cool. So kind of uh, gives you a little little taste of what Countdown to Extinction or Dinosaur is going to be all about. Did you know that one, Dave? No, I never noticed that. <laughs> okay. I got and I would have. like I, That's something I would have looked at, you know. I got one more for you. Yeah. You mentioned it briefly when we were first uh, talking about the Boneyard. The interns of the Dino Institute are, of course, very good-natured. You'll see dinosaur jokes carved into a picnic bench in uh, the Boneyard. And, you know, like the notes on the board that I discussed, but also the music. And you were talking about the, the background music here. It is the interns running a college station, and you'll hear them bantering back and forth between <laughs> yeah, songs. Lots of puns and that kind of stuff. Yeah, they, that I know. Did you know what the name of the radio station is? 
Are you trying to answer it in Morse code? Yeah, and I'm trying to remember now. TDI. What? No, I don't remember. W D I G. W dig. <laughs> I was close because I was thinking Dino Institute. I thought it when I first heard because I remember first hearing it that it was when they say it that that it was supposed that was Dino Institute and and, and uh, but I guess I had it wrong. I just heard D I something. It's W D I G. I, I failed miserably. Yes, you did. I'll, did I'll you get tell you, two right? I, I guess. Uh, and at I least, gave you partially at right least. on one. Um, <laughs> I didn't bone up on this one like I did on the last oh, one. Oh, no. Boom. You didn't, did you? <laughs> Come on, kids. Uh. Come on, kids. If I can't offer anything to the show, I might as well offer humor and jokes. Well, we are recording this on Father's Day. We are. We are. This will tell you how long ago this is this right. recorded. You're, you're a real fossil. Because it is... Uh, it's. <laughs> We, we recorded this right away. Um, what else did I? I feel like there was something else I wanted to mention about the boneyard before before I uh, let it go. I, 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 somebody told me uh, this is a question for you, Mike. Somebody told oh me that when they when the boneyard first opened, the dig site was not covered, not in shade. Uh, do you remember that? I do not remember that. I don't remember that either. I don't remember that either, but somebody who now was... you have to remember when the... Who was there in 98, right? Like, I was uh, there in 98, but yeah. I did not have kids. I was actually These there. guys were there in the summer of 98. Okay. The opening I of the park. it's possible. I re- I mean, I would have gone in there briefly, but I, I certainly didn't have a... You didn't have a little a little reason. You didn't have a reason to go. Right. For I didn't have kids, nor did they have an Animal Kingdom website slash uh, right. Uh, right. Uh, podcast. So... I would have like looked at it kind of a little bit and said, oh, that's cute, and moved on. When your son I, was... I, I did ride Countdown to Extinction, I think, a dozen times the first time I was there. But go ahead. When your son was that old, which is... I'm showing him a picture, uh, which is, what is he, eight? Seven? Yeah, something like that. This was, like, his favorite thing in the world. Oh, well, I could tell you, he was... He, he even, drove himself to death in that thing. Even younger than that, um, I... On the last day of one trip, he was probably three or four. Um, we rope dropped the boneyard. Everybody else went to. I don't know if you were there for that trip, but I know uh, our parents were. They all they were all going to. I think Magic Kingdom for like the five or six hours before yeah. the uh, yeah before we had to go to the airport, and he really wanted to go to the boneyard. So we rope right. dropped the boneyard. We were there for like an hour, hour and a half, and then. Um, well, I'll tell Maybe you. We took a taxi over to the Magic Kingdom for a couple hours or whatever it was. I don't even remember. My my son, who is who is just over two, um, he is uh, you know walks around like crazy. He loves to play things, loves slides, loves climb, and all that kind of stuff. I have found that um, because it, if you give it a couple hours, it can get crowded. You get a lot of kids in there. Sure. Um, and his two, his two favorite things, maybe in all of Disney World, are the Boneyard and the Triceratops spin. He just loves that stupid dinosaur ride. I mean, he talks about it in his sleep. Well, he's two. I, mean, I can hear him going, dinosaur, dinosaur ride, dinosaur yeah, ride. That's, that's his, what he calls uh, a dinosaur ride. That's right. his thing. That's his, his, his life revolves around the dinosaur ride. Um, I, I would recommend you go there early before there's a ton of kids there and let him have you know uh, uh, some 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 time with the with a bucket all to himself mm-hmm. and and you know when it's not too hot and it's you know and, and then you know make your fast passes for stuff maybe a little later on especially if it's like your second or third time per trip 
in in the park and you've done everything else you know if you're there when it's hot out um make your festival the lion king fast pass for later on you know do that do that mid-afternoon um you know uh, get get to the kilimanjaro early and then get over there and and do that stuff because it's all outdoors um you know and it can get crowded and 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 it's more enjoyable when it's not you know i mean kids love it regardless if it's crowded or not you know, I mean, they don't care how many kids are there. They really don't. It's like going to your local playground. If it's there's a thousand kids there, they, they have just my man. At least my kid screams and yells just as much, regardless of what how many kids are there. But it's easier for him, and 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 I think more fun. And you get to see a little bit more of it too if you're not worried about all these kids bumping into him and you know going sure. down the slide all at the same time and everything that can happen. You know, all the all the stuff that goes goes along with it. But. Um, they get to climb up on the jeep, which he loves. Uh, you know the 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 water coming down, and the, which is just a little tiny thing. I mean, it really is. is it, it really is just one of his favorite things to do, and 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 that's why. You know, when people talk about the terribleness of Dino Land USA, I mean, I, I we always we get the argument against the games. I get that, um, but the rest of it. There really is no argument against it, and this is one of those things. I mean, if you're walking right past this just to get to a ride or a show, you know you're you're missing something really special. Um, if you're not, if you don't have, a, if you don't have a kid, I get it, but you know, take a look, <laughs> mm-hmm. take a look in, at the details and what they've done here, and see what it is because it's it's right. it's the signs. Are it's great. a worthy addition, and parents could use a little time to just let their kid run around. You know, and and not have to cart them from line to line and, and all that kind of stuff, which can be difficult. If, and if your kid is old enough where you don't have to like be worried that he's going to fall down or right. something like that, he's oh, like five God. or yep. six or something like yep. that. You could just sit at the you know right in, at the front of it. Yep. And there's only one way in and out. He can't get out without going past you, or she can't That's get right. out without going past you. That's right. Even though it's real big and it goes over, and a you big completely lose other, sight of them could, on the you, other side. Yeah, you might not see him for an hour. But there's her. always cast members yep. on the on the other side with the dig site that are there. Um, and their job is to make sure nobody's throwing yeah, sand at each right, other right, and, and all that kind of stuff. Or any of that stuff. You know, they and they are on top of that, and they're really good at it. Um, you know, obviously, if a kid goes over the bridge, I recommend you follow them. Um, sure, but I mean, if they're old enough, it's not they're that cast members, not babysitters. Um, especially if your kid's a little pushy, like mine can be. <laughs> well, yours is two. I mean, he could fall down and get hurt. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah. That's How we different. follow him around anyway. I'm talking yeah, of like yeah. a six-year-old or a seven-year, or the you know, like yeah. you show Mickey a picture of Mickey. He's seven. He's not gonna right, right. Now I know him, he's not you gonna let him go right. or do anything like that. Right. So you right. could just sit there right. and and uh, you know have a my wife is gonna beverage. my wife is gonna. Um, Pay whatever college my son goes to to uh, sleep in the dorm room next door. Um, so she's a kind of a hover parent, right? Uh, and so she, you should see her, Mike. And it's like you know we were there in June and it was hot. She's climbing up the the, the, the stairs, mm-hmm. going across the rope ladder with him, and all this kind of stuff, just sweating like crazy. Well, you know? and he's too. He might f- yeah. he could fully yeah, get I hurt. I mean, I, I know you, you have to follow somebody that young. Yeah, I know, but he does pretty well. These stairs is the only thing, sure, he, but, but everything yeah. else he, he he's great with, and uh, and 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 he knows he knows what he's doing, and, and he really only likes to do a couple of slides, and then goes to the goes to do the the the, the shovels and the bone, the you know the the digging stuff. That's really that's really the the calling card for him. He loves that, right? You know, and I think he just likes going past the up and oh, 
over the bridge over and over again because he thinks it's awesome. Right. You know, so it's really, really cool. So anyway, there you go. Ten things you didn't know and eight things I didn't know about <laughs> the Boneyard. And make sure when you're there, parents, even with their kids, look for the, the signs, look for like the, the joke, dinosaur jokes etched in the picnic bench. Yeah, there's look a lot. for the xylophone, look for xylophone, excuse me, look for, you know, the T-Rex skeleton and all that kind of stuff. So th- there's a lot there. All right. So is that it? That's it. All right, folks. If you got, if you have any questions about the Boneyard or anything like that, feel free to reach out to Safari Mike at Jombo Everyone on Twitter. You can also email us, JomboEveryone at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram, all that kind of stuff, too. Go to our website, JomboEveryone.com. So for Safari Mike, I'm Dave McBride, Quaharini. Go well, and thank you for listening to Radio Harambe. It's the end of the world as we know it, and I feel fine. It starts with an earthquake Birds, snakes, and aeroplanes Lenny Bruce is not afraid I have a hurricane Listen to yourself Turn world to its own needs Love me, save your own life Speed it up and our speed Got no speed The ladder starts to clatter With the fear of fight down Like fire in a fire Rippers in the southern gang the government for hire In the combat site But there wasn't coming in a hurry With the fury Beating down your neck Team by team reporters Got the Trump Take the ground Look at that low plane Fine then Uh-oh, overflow Population corner Too good it'll lose Save yourself Save yourself Save yourself Save yourself your heart Tell me that the richer in the river with the right You patriotic, patriotic, slam like right I feel it with his side It's 